Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mayor Adams wants to close 11 blocks of Fifth Avenue to car traffic on three Sundays in December to make them more pedestrian friendly. But does shutting down streets like this really help anything or does it just make traffic worse. On our newsline, former New York City Traffic Commissioner Bridlock Sam Schwartz. Sam, good to talk with you. We get the theory behind pedestrian-only streets, but does it work? Will pedestrians really flock to Fifth Avenue? Yeah, they're already flocking to Fifth Avenue, and if you have to had to pick a street to close down uh, Fifth Avenue during Christmas time is the street. So many pedestrians are on the street, but also the traffic moves so slowly because people from from who knows where come in their SUVs and stop on Fifth Avenue to look at the tree. So in terms of moving traffic, Fifth Avenue barely moves the traffic during the holiday season. So I'm surprised the mayor didn't extend this to beyond Sundays and other days of the week. Uh, We know certainly during tree lighting, Fifth Avenue is packed with pedestrians, including on the roadway, and it gets shut down with some frequency. So this might be an instance where shutting it down and going pedestrian only will work. Yeah, I I think this is a good plan because uh, already Fifth Avenue during the holiday season can barely move the traffic. By closing it and announcing it, a number of people won't bother to take their cars in to see the tree via car. Maybe they'll take public transportation in. So the problem is going to be the bus riders because Fifth Avenue handles during peak periods, uh, weekdays, almost 200 buses during the peak hour. On the weekends, it's about a third of that. But uh, nonetheless, the bus passengers will be the only ones that I think will be significantly impacted. The drivers, believe me, it's no pleasure to drive on Fifth Avenue during the holiday season. Well, the drivers who might drive on Fifth Avenue would now have to find somewhere else to go. Does this just bog down traffic elsewhere? Oh, well, this certainly has an impact. It has an impact, uh, you know, where uh, the turns are 59th Street, Central Park South, You'll see some diversion to Park Avenue and Lexington Avenue southbound. But on a Sunday, Park Avenue is pretty empty. So uh, I don't see it being that much of a problem. Moving over to 7th Avenue, which, uh, as we know, has a lot of activity around Times Square. You'll see some additional traffic. But many people were avoiding 5th Avenue to begin with. It's not as if it was handling a lot of traffic. Stop-and-go traffic does not translate into a lot of cars moving by. It's actually very low traffic volumes when people are stopping to see the tree. Sam, let's talk about the Thanksgiving holiday travel. AAA says uh, we're going to be back near pre-pandemic numbers, and many of those people are driving. Will we see gridlock on the roads just to get out of town? Yeah, it's it's going to be a mess to get out of town uh, Tuesday, Wednesday in particular, 
And when we look at the New York region and the AA is looking at the entire country, but in the New York region, we're already at 100 percent traffic wise because still we're only at about two thirds on the subways. And same thing with the rail. We're about 70, 75 percent. And for long, long distance rail, a lot of people are uh, planning to avoid that and take the car. Not for a good reason. It turns out that there's no evidence of the virus being spread on rail from numerous studies that have been taken. So traffic volumes are at 100 percent. But worse than that, truck volumes are in the region are at 110 percent. And every truck counts as two to three cars in terms of its impact on traffic. So therefore, the roads will be more jammed than ever. The trucks are limited to expressways. So if you have choices like the LIE, which is an expressway versus the GCP, which is a parkway, take the GCP. If you could take the Garden State Parkway of the New Jersey Turnpike, do that. So think parkway and avoid the expressways, but even then, it won't be a picnic on our roads. When is the worst time to hit the roads over the Thanksgiving holiday? I, I would say the worst time typically has been Wednesday between 3 and 5 p.m. But suddenly we're seeing a lot of people who are are getting wise to that and are leaving on Tuesday. And Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. has been a mess. The good news, there's another time to travel and that is, you know, Thanksgiving morning. Unless you're going to the tree, it's a pretty easy time to be on the roads. But once you get into the afternoon, Thanksgiving traffic is a mess. There is a brief period that I've noticed when you can travel with relative ease, and that's between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day because a lot of people are having dinner then. So if you can get through your dinner early or start it really late, you might be better off. So we get through Thanksgiving, Black Friday arrives, everybody wants to go shopping, but uh, people parking their cars, beware? Yeah, yes. Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday is the single biggest ticket writing and towing day of the year for New York City's traffic agents. And the reason for that is it looks like a holiday, feels like a holiday, but it turns out it's not a parking holiday. And the traffic agents know it. So they will make up for uh, all their undercounts during the month on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Loads of people leave their cars filled with packages, thinking that parking rules are suspended, which they are on Thanksgiving Day, but not on Friday, and end up in a very unhappy situation in the tow pound. What's your best advice for people on Friday to find a legitimate lot or garage to park in? Yeah, be very careful on Friday. Act as if it's a normal weekday in terms of parking. So if you could park in a garage or if there's some meters available, pay at the meters. Uh, but there's very few legitimate parking spaces in the heart of Midtown Manhattan. So you're better off looking for a garage. I know they're very expensive this time of year. Nonetheless, uh, it's a much better experience than having to pay a ticket and visit your car at the tow pound. Sam, as always, thanks for talking with us. We appreciate it. You're quite welcome. Anytime.
All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.